We're talking Olympics roundup, seven-way playoff, and a brand new winner on the European Tour. Also, a massive letdown in there as well, but we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. This is episode 39, How to in a Good Walk. Welcome to the show, everybody. Yeah, so as always, we have our normal section. So for those that you are new to the podcast, we have Chopper of the Week, usually a funny story. Last one's was hilarious. Last one's, yeah. last week's one. You really, you, uh, was obviously hilarious. listen to this week, but please. So listen to this and then go back and listen to that. We're always saying there's a manhole um, involved and yes. crashing a buggy. Yes. Um, then we have Tour Trash Talk where we talk everything golf from that week on tour or the Olympics this week. Um, we then got What's Your Beef where we talk about our beef with golf. And then finally Tech Talk, which is very interesting this week and was sent in by a listener of ours, Jonathan. So thank you for sending that in. Very, very interesting one. So let's start, as always, Chopper of the Week. I'm going to start because... I did what you did. What? Not so long ago. We had a talk of you coming home in an ambulance. Yeah, but you know what? Every, time I talk, every, every person I told this joke to, they've gone, oh, oh my God, are you okay? <laughs> I'm like, no, no, you're not. You, no, no, you, no, no. You're, not, not literally not coming home in an ambulance. Like, means basically you started really well and you ended horrendously. Yeah. So I played on Sunday, started wonderfully. Through five holes, I was wonderful. Please clarify wonderfully. Well, through five holes, I was one under par. I thought I was getting giddy at this point, thinking, bloody hell, I've got to score me. Yeah, that, 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 I mean, that is pretty good. It was five holes or four or something like that. And then, it's getting shorter here. And, I was one under three, one. <laughs> and then got to through nine and was four over, still under my handicap, playing nicely. Nice, nice, playing nice. Playing nicely. Um, and came over an eight to five. Par 69. That wouldn't be that bad if Paul was like 72. Oh, don't. no, yeah. I mean, I was happy. I'm not. The way I've been playing golf mm. recently, I will take My it. question to you is, how was driver? Driver was good. The the misses weren't left. I didn't have one miss left. <laughs> yeah, but how many misses were right? I had maybe three. How many times did you hit driver? What? How many times did you hit driver? Uh, five. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Two were right. About seven, seven, eight times. But I played I, I play better golf, which I'm happy with, and I scored okay. Okay, only okay though. Good mate, well, that's a positive. But there's also a chop a week from you, isn't there, mate? Yeah, there is. So, obviously, last week I told you all that I was playing in, um, basically, the Seniors PJ Championship Pram. Yes. On the Wednesday, within illustrious company. We'll get into that later. Um, but, essentially, um, I played quite nicely. So, within this round, I had two birdies and an eagle. Yes. Uh, I'm going to claim longest drive because I didn't actually stay for the presentation, but... Uh, Too big time for that. Well, no, it's just as a delay, so I just was like... Too big time. I'm not staying that late. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm fully claiming that prize. So, first hole, quite a lot of people there, not going to lie. Nerves. I was a little nervous. Um, so, I hit a driver. Yeah. Uh, got lucky, went through. I hit a good drive, but it was too much club, really, but I just thought, go with the biggest head... Actually, on the go with the biggest head, <laughs> the one that I'm more likely to make yeah. contact with. Um, and actually, on this, you claimed a fairway on your Instagram. Yeah, I was on that as fairway. Yeah, it wasn't a fairway. That'll mate. do. That'll do. It was fully in the rough. Um, so uh, start with the par. Yep, decent, good start. Yeah, settle the nerves. Settle the nerves right off. I then par the next. Oh, par par through yeah. two, lovely. Yeah. So thirds of par five. Mm. 
Oh, I know what happens here. Eagle this. Oh, look at him, big time. Two high five with the pro and all that. Um, I then went bogey. Classic. Back to one under. And then went double bogey. Ooh. So this gets me to the story, really. So it was into the wind. This only, it only rained us once, or two times, really, but once when we were out there. Started to pee down. Okay. Um, so it was about 165 yards, sides at this punchy six sign. Just sort of got it right on the wind, end up in a bunker, plugged. And I say plugged, like, it was a full, like... Yeah, I've seen the, like, the video egg. of it. Yeah, yeah so... It's half and a ball. Yeah. It, if it was in the middle of the bunker, I'm, I'm like, oh, you know what, I could deal with that. For those that are new, new to this, a fried egg means I can only see the top of the ball. Yeah, so like... Like, so like a yolk in an egg. Well, it's the opposite way around, really, isn't it? Because your, your, yolk, your yolk's not white. Yeah, but it... Shut up, it looks like a yolk, mate. Yeah, okay. Um, well, it depends <laughs> don't, on make this com- don't make this complicated. It's like, like sunny side. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I uh, end up plug ball. Now, if it's in the middle of the bunker, I'm like generally I'm alright with that because I can I'm pretty pretty handy out of bunkers, I'm not don't mind. Yeah. Um but you say so yourself. Well I'm not handy with when it's up against the lip. So I thought, oh, should I play it backwards? Should I play this? Anyway, should I play it left handed? Good luck. <laughs> so I decided to get on my knees. And bear in mind there's quite a drop on this bunker. Yeah. I thought I'm gonna face plant this. Yeah. Anyway, I made contact, just couldn't get enough speed. Uh it goes up the bunker, rolls back in. So again, to just explain how this looks, the ball is basically at the edge, right at the edge of the bunker. So Alex can't stand in the bunker no. to hit to play it. So he had to get onto his knees and like lean into the bunker to hit the ball, aren't you? Yeah. And needed a new hip afterwards, I think. Yeah. It is it is very impressive. And what I thought was quite good from the video that I've seen is you like hit it out and then Try to use the force to stop it with your hand. <laughs> so Alex like hits you the ball out, stop. and it like gets out of the bunker, but yeah, like just yeah. on the edge, you know, doesn't like it? Darth Vader, yeah. when he gets to... <laughs> like that. Puts his hand out to try and stop it, and it just rolls back in. Uh, it didn't work. <laughs> uh, but I bet you got got some kudos for the effort. Yeah, and then I hit a lovely bunker shot on and two putted. So I mean, it was a tough. It, you know, even if you're in the bunker, there it was a tough shot. Yeah. Like, and what did you? How did you finish? Uh, well, I picked up on one hole because I hit it a bit left. And I couldn't find it. So if you put me down for a double there, so I was there, went to one over, uh, played two over, missed that ball. Let's say I made double there, three four over. Yeah. Um, so I was four over through nine, uh, and then I shot one uh, level par. Level par, back nine. So tricky golf course. Yeah, so I shot four over, but honestly, like it was tricky. So like downwind out the rough, you couldn't stop on the green. You had to really stop it short. So even the par fives, so like even though like you felt like you had like wedge, not wedges in, but like short clubs in. Yeah, it was hard to just stop the bloody ball on the green. Yeah, have you seen the video of Neil Razor Ruddock from the event that you were playing in? No, teeing off. So basically. Who, should I know who Neil Razor Ruddock is? Yeah, he's a footballer, ex-footballer. Yeah, I mean, I know he is, yeah. Quite a, quite a famous footballer. Clearly. So, famous. he's teeing off. And bear in mind, it's quite a prestigious place, the golf club, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's a and lovely it's golf course. a big event. Mm. I'm going to play this now. Uh, just listen to this. <laughs> so, he like, levers it, basically gets it down the middle. <laughs> screams that on the first tee. I do recognise him, but I didn't think he was a footballer. Yeah, he was, yeah, he was a footballer. God, he's put some timber on. He used to play back. Yeah, well, yeah, he, he played for Liverpool, mm. um, most notably. And but he's been involved in that. You know, Harry Redknapp did the Harry's Heroes thing. Yeah, got him all playing, losing weight. He was been involved with that. Ah, yes. Um, so speaking all, of speaking of Harry, should we go into this right now? Since well, you mentioned him. 
Well, you can do, yeah. Yeah. This is your beef, isn't it? This is... So normally this will come later, but since we're talking about no, it... No, we'll leave it then. We'll leave it. We'll leave it. We'll okay, leave it. we'll talk about it later on. So we'll leave that there, chop of the week. Let's move on to our Olympic review. So tour trash talk. The winner. The illustrious... Xander Schofley. When is this? We did I pick Paul Casey. Who did I pick? I can't remember. I think I picked Xander. Oh, you're going to say that, aren't you? No, I think I did. I don't think you did. We'll we'll fact check that. Let's fact check it right now. All right. So, fact check done and... Who did you pick, mate? Cameron Smith. Yeah, unlucky lad. Close. Um, close. It's had a vowel in it. Really not close. Um, so, Xander Schofley was the winner. 18 under par. Mm, Good nice. result. Silver, so he got gold, obviously. Yeah. Silver, Sabatini, 17 under par. Mm-hmm. And bronze was CT Pan, 15 under par. But... This is the interesting thing. This is the interesting thing. So, obviously, in any normal competition, it would just be tied third, tied yeah. fourth, tied fifth, however, however many players, etc. However, you can't have that in the Olympics because you need gold, silver, and bronze. Mm-hmm. In fact, technically, they could have all got bronze. Well, because you see that today of the high jump. Yeah, I think it was yesterday. They basically agreed to they both win. Which mm, now would you want to be world champion, being Olympic champion, Olympic champion? Basically, like you're the you're dogs at that sport, aren't you? Oh yeah, big time. And share it with somebody. Personally, I wouldn't. I agree. However, I, I'd I think, rather try and go for glory on my own. Absolutely. But I think that the guys, they'd basically been in a jump off. They both failed at the highest, the 239 or whatever it was. And they both jumped they couldn't to separate themselves. Yeah. Oh, and okay. they just sort of agreed. They obviously got on and just agreed to to both win it. And, and to be fair, good show of sportsmanship. Looks great, etc. Et it's great fair, the ethics of the game, isn't it? However, this didn't happen in the golf. In the golf... It went to a seven. Selfish mothers. <laughs> it went to a seven-man playoff. Who's in this? So, in the playoff was C.T. Pan, Colin Morikawa, Pereira, Munoz, McElroy, Matsuyama, and Casey. I mean, looking at that playoff, like you're not thinking C.T. Pan's going to win, really, are you? You're oh, thinking McElroy, Morikawa, maybe Casey, Casey Matsuyama, yeah. home, home lad there as well, playing, playing in I mean, his how, home Olympics. Uh, how much would have he loved to have um, uh, got a medal at home Olympics oh yeah I mean I think I mean, he's he was, already a hero yeah and he was there or thereabouts on the final day anyway I think he started second like he was in second position he's like lads should we just uh, all shake on a bronze <laughs> together <laughs> um, but yeah so it was a seminal playoff so interestingly obviously normally when you have a playoff it's normally two people in it or three tops mm. in a normal event obviously mm. you've got seven people playing off here do they all play together do you all well, see off the same time? I have been involved in a seven-man playoff. And what happened in Playing, that? actually. Uh, and we did a four to three. That would make sense. So you had to wait till they, they played the hole and then you went off, but you didn't know what they'd scored until... Yeah. So you could sort of work it out. Cause yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think you draw lots to who's in the first four. Right, okay. Who's in the second three. Um, and then, basically, you, you don't really know if you're going to... You, you, if you're going to stay in it. It's like a force of elimination, basically. Yeah. Uh, but I guess if you make a birdie, you pretty much yeah. know you're going to go through. But a bit of drama, which is quite cool, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, they, I mean, they have been known to go on for hours as well. Yeah. Like, and I think so. CT Pan is uh, play, was playing for Chinese Taipei. Now, what's that? 
but I have no idea. Yeah. I'm going to assume this is me, my drug feeling. Like, like, like Ireland yeah. and Northern Ireland sort of thing. Yeah, or like England Catalonia to Spain kind of thing. I think, but that could be completely wrong. So <laughs> you, I apologise. You've either got it right or you've offended a hell of a lot of people. I'm basically, I'm ba- <laughs> I'm basically guessing at this point Alex has thrown me under the bus again with this question, like he does every week. Okay, so here you go, right? Here you go. As as a golfer, yes, right. I think you were going to ask one of the questions that I was going to ask. No, you. no, no. I'm going to ask no. you a, a, okay. a, a, a different question. Okay. This event, right? Yeah. How 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 can you go to this event as a professional? So this is interesting because, like, if 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 you look at this right now, this is my opinion on it. Footy is all based under 23s, I think. Uh, no. Yes. Yeah, it is, it yes is. and no. It, okay, so... okay. Maybe, you, I think you can have a certain... Yeah, okay, let's say majority. Though. Yeah. So you know you're a professional, but you're sort of... You're a young prob- professional. You're a young professional. And okay, yeah, you could argue Phil Verdon, Jung, whatever, but... But then the women's football isn't that. No. It's... It's... Pro. Yeah. yeah. But then boxing, you have to be an amateur. Yeah. Now, where's the crossover? Because if you... To me, if you're... Usain Bolt, you're um, Mo Farah, you're a cyclist, you're going to the Olympics, you're a triathlete, whatever you are, right, whatever discipline, yeah. you're basically a pro. You are a professional, yeah. So why, 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 okay, so why can boxing not do that? Why can, but I, you're classed as a professional athlete. Is that but not why? Me? But why, but wait, listen, listen, the golfers, yeah. to me... I personally think it should be for what amateurs go and play. Yeah, and I, and I I get that, but then are they this? I don't know if this sound bad, but are they looking for the highest standard of golf? Which they obviously I'm not being are. funny. The highest standard of golf, as an at top of the amateur ranks, is very very good. Yeah, but it's not Colin Morikawa. It's not Zander. It's Schofield, not. It's JT. not. And I know what you're saying, but personally, like, it's not Roy McIlroy, is it? No, but. I uh, I know what you're saying because it, it, there's very blurred lines there because if you look at the basketball, the they're all pros. The USA it, men's it, it's, team. It's it's literally mainstream players. sports. It seems this way, right? I'm not taking anything against anything else on here. Um, it's a bit wishy washy. Like tennis, you could either be a pro or am. Yeah. Like yeah, but I think. So you could actually be in tennis, right? Yeah. You could be Andy Murray playing somewhere that's never played a tour event. Is that is that the case though, can, or are yeah, majority of them pros? Though? Majority are pros, but in theory, that could happen. But how, what so say what so you're from a lesser country, yeah. i.e., a Chinese Taipei yeah. or a yeah. whoever Barbados, and you get well renowned for the tennis. No, well exactly, but <laughs> no, yeah, and you and you I manage mean, to qualify. I mean, you say that well renowned for the tennis, but they could do literally anything, mate. Like no, if I'm you, not, if, it was a Jamaica had a bobsled team, mate. So. Renowned for the bobsled, yeah? <laughs> it's going off topic, John. <laughs> no, my, my point is, I personally think it should be the top amateurs for golf. Well, like, like boxing is. Like, just because, more, more for the money point of view. Like, yeah, but is there money in it? Do you get money for no, it? No, 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 no. I mean, what I'm meaning is, these guys earn thousands and thousands of pounds. Millions. Millions, sorry. In some cases. Why not allow somebody else to create a platform where... If you're an amateur, you could be so-and-so where you're training with golf, right? You could be actually a person who is training and playing full-time but actually have a job. Now, in reality, it's probably not going to happen. It's going to be a young person doing it. Yeah. Um, 
but in my opinion, it would encourage people to stay amateur a bit longer. Like, like playing, the boxing. Like playing by like boxing. Yeah, yeah. But then they all want to earn money. Now, would nobody play? I don't know. That's the thing, isn't then it? Then you would really have the drags. Yeah. I don't know. I just personally think I'd like to see a select, okay, so let's say a select number of AMs and a select number of pros. Yeah, but then that becomes unfair. No, no, no. Two tournaments. Ah, right, okay. So, like, have. That's you know, that's like, that's like the old. That's like no, you thing. have weight categories in boxing, right? Yeah, I know, in like weightlifting yeah. and things like that. Yeah, I know what you're saying. And I was going to say, that's like the old um, argument of. Let let if athletes want want to take steroids, they take steroids and they have their own Olympics compared to the. No, that would be that be one big Olympics, <laughs> right? Other, right, all you lads that play on tour, JT and Xander Schofield and all that, you all play there in the big boy tournament, and then these amateurs will play in a tournament alongside. No, you. I just think it will be really good. You play you play the same times. So you could t- you could be playing with Xander. You could be playing with any of them. Yeah, but, but real reality, you're playing in two tournaments. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, why don't you put it towards the Olympic Committee? See what they say. I'm sure they listen to our podcast. <laughs> yeah. um, so let's get back to it. Let's talk about Xander Schofield and a bit of a mad story that I didn't actually know mm-hmm. um, until I, until I obviously read this. So he did bad that tig. Basically, uh, he's like his dad has a very very crazy story about the Olympics and basically what it means to him mm. for a number of reasons. So his father's called Stefan Schofley and mm. he was there, he was sharing this Olympic dream with Xander, right? And he grew up in Germany. This is his dad? Yeah. He was interested in track and field and um, he was one of Germany's, and his dad, so Xander Schofley's grandfather, mm. was one of Germany's most accomplished disc, discus and javelin throwers. So is Xander part American, part German? Yes. That would make sense, mate. So, <laughs> so basically, there's a, a story, and Xander Schofield's dad started as a middle distance runner, mm. but then got too heavy for that. So he became a 400 meter hurdler, and was too came too heavy for that, and moved to the throwing sports. What's the guy eating? No, <laughs> doing um, a lot of running, and he's then, getting big. But then it would make sense. His dad was a thrower, like javelin yeah. discus. Okay. Um, and then eventually he became a decathlete. Fair, Xander's like a stocky, strong lad, isn't he? Yeah, he eventually became a decathlete. So he was doing 1,500 meters long jump, javelin, mm. all that. Okay, uh, and he was so he was good at everything, but not amazing at one thing. Jack of all trades, master of none. But, but wait, better than a master of one. Correct. Um, so the story goes on. So he was three months into training. Yeah. Uh, and he was hit by a drunk driver on his way to the practice facility. And it left him blind in his left eye at the age of 20. Oh, my God. Yep. After six or seven surgeries, he was forced to give up his Olympic dream. Mad. Right. So, looking for a fresh start, he moved to America and ended up finding golf. He then became... The guy is just a natural sportsman, right? By the sound of it, yeah. He then became a golf coach Mm. and has been... Xander Schofield's only swing coach ever. Madness. So he found his calling coaching golf and he's been very successful in doing that. So there's a, literally a picture here of him on his driveway coaching Xander. And Xander Schofield tweeted, from lessons in the driveway to the range, the course, and now Olymp- at Olympic golf. My dad's been my only swing coach my entire life. Given his Olympic aspirations were cut short, sharing this moment with him this week here in Tokyo is truly something special. That's sick, isn't it? How mad is that? And he's also How mad's his hair? I know, yeah. So his dad's got like a big curly throw that ties that he ties back. 
And his dad comment said, it's sort of an opportunity that I didn't have and now I get to live it because he has it. How amazing is that? And he went and won. I think of goosebumps. That is, how, like, isn't it mad how stories like that? It was, it's like it's meant to be, isn't it? Like, you, like you, if you... There you go, here's, you a deep, here's, a, here's a deep question. No, it's a bit weird, that's no, no, no. If you knew that beforehand, you'd be like, oh, he's going to win it. Yeah. He's got to win it. Like, there's no, do you know what I mean? It's mad, though, these stories where it's like it's meant to be. Yeah, it comes out and, and it's just meant to be. But that's... I read that and it, like you said, it gave me a bit of goosebumps. I was like, bloody hell. And he's actually gone and won it as well. That's madness. Absolute madness. So, let's move on quickly. We spoke last week about Rory's comments about the Olympics. Didn't you have a question for me? Oh, you saying that yeah, we'll, we'll get there, mate. We'll get there. Okay, got, there's a lot going on here. All right. So, we spoke about Rory's comments about mm. how he basically wasn't asked. Terrible, that. The long and short of it was he wasn't asked. Don't be there, then. Exactly. There's a lot of other people that would play. Correct. And he's come out and he said, I made some comments before that were probably uneducated and impulsive, but coming here, experiencing it, seeing, feeling everything that goes on, not just Olympic golf, but just the Olympics in general, that sort of Olympic spirit definitely bitten me. It's not just another golf tournament. It's much bigger than that. I didn't realise that until I got here. I feel like golf has it has its Olympic Games four times a year, but this has a different feeling. It really does. Before this week, it might have been something that wasn't fully on my radar, but leaving Tokyo, it's something that I really want to do. So obviously, he's sort of made a U-turn, and he played quite well, to be fair to him. And maybe he should learn not to give a fuck. Not to open his mouth. Well, yeah, but but why? That's exactly my point. Why don't these guys want to play in it? Well, that's and that's the thing, because... For me... Do they see it as a pain on their schedule? Well, do you know what? This takes me then to that question that I was going to ask you. That was going to lead to the end. But is winning Olympic gold as good as winning a major? Because mm. that'll answer your question, won't it? It will. I would personally say no. Why? Because of its history, I would say. A lot more of the other events have a bigger history towards golf. Um, also, you've got more competitors playing. Okay. Um, so, and arguably, look, you look at the field there, how many of the world's top 50 were there? Well. DJ was, wasn't? No, DJ wasn't, but he's obviously chosen not to go. Yeah, so I'm saying. But the way it was chosen was from the, the yeah, but, world but, rankings. But my point is, there's people that have chosen not, haven't not, that chosen not to go. Yeah. So that shows that they don't think it's as big an event. Yeah, but why? I, it's an Olympic gold medal, mate. Yeah. I, do you know what it is? It's probably... You wouldn't say no to one, would you? No. Exactly. <laughs> um, I, 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 I hate to say... money's part of it? I hate to say it. I think it's money, yeah. Because I can't imagine Xander Schofield's picked up a milli for... Oh, he's picked up now. Exactly. But so, then you wouldn't have a story like that with his dad. Well, exactly. So, I, so I, it means a lot to him, which is why I, he was like... I yeah, would say the, the the way golf is right now has been shown that that is not as worthwhile as winning a major. But then if you look at... Go back to this whole thing before. If you look at boxing, right? If you are number one uh, gold medal boxer in your weight category, you're like, mm, this guy's good when he turns pro. Yeah. So I, this I, is my I whole thing about being an Olympic champion as an amateur. Okay, this yeah. guy's good as being Olympic champion. Yeah. Um, go to other sports. Like if you're Olympic champion, you've reached the pinnacle. Mm. Okay. This, this, this is another argument. Cycling. How many from the Tour de France? Yeah, but it's different. You mean How like, is it? 
You mean like the road cycling? Yeah. Well, Geraint Thomas was... was yeah, but how many of them there? Were they, were they all there? And would they all see it? Would they all in that or the Tour de France? Well, I don't know because I personally didn't watch cycling. No, but my, this but, is the thing, isn't it? But so. my understanding is, it's like Bradley Wiggins won it. He was a big cyclist. Uh, Mark Cavendish did a load of the indoor stuff. Yeah, but my, this is the thing, though. But why, but why is golf not, it's not perceived to be much? Because I haven't seen any of it on TV for golf. Yeah, I know it's well, been a bit of a weird time, time, time difference, but yeah. I haven't seen, I don't know, I feel like it's not really been talked about as much as say the Masters will yeah like, imagine the adverts in Sky right yeah. how many adverts in the Masters we see very, US very Open true. Open yeah, yeah. all that right so it's got so that to me then so it's a money thing because it's got to be not only for the players but because oh the TV, TV. Which, is, which I think is bad because winning an Olympic gold medal is pretty freaking good yeah like I say there's only a select number of people but there's obviously quite a lot of people that have them but not in golf or not do you know what I mean like, yeah, okay, Michael, you could say, well, Michael Phelps got loads of them. But do you know what I mean? It's quite a select group. Yeah, but swimming, say, it's swimming again, it's the pinnacle. Yeah, to say I've got an Olympic gold medal. And, like, but and like, just want to read Xander Schofield's quote, though. Sorry, one second. So, you know, you say money. Like, yeah. take Michael Phelps, right? He's worth a fortune because he's won so many gold yeah. medals. Now, obviously, he's not won money from the medals, but. Endorsements. Isn't endorsements. It? He'll yeah. get paid on the back of all this. So, I don't know whether, whether these guys will play and then they get kicked back from the endorsements because imagine Adidas right now, we've got the Olympic gold medalist. Well, you say that, but uh, USA was sponsored no, no, by no, Nike. No, 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 I know the USA was sponsored by Nike, but you but watch get, but this, he, all, them, all Adidas marketing campaigns from now on going forward will be with him and Adidas saying we've got the Olympic gold medalist. Oh, yeah, 100%. The Olympic gold medalist use our club team, put yeah. gold medalist. 100%. Um, but then I guess you look on the flip side of it, and I, and this is where it means obviously different things to different people, like you said, because Xander Schofield, after he won, came out and said, I really want to win this for my dad. I'm sure he's crying somewhere right now. I kind of wanted this one more than any other. I'm a little speechless right now, quite honestly. So obviously it means more to him, but then I guess if he goes and wins the Masters next year, or he goes and wins the Open or yeah. the US Open, that then may mean just as much to him as this now. Yeah, but that's got a bit more clout with his dad's history. Yeah, of exactly. Of track and field this and that. So then to me, it's like, depending on who you speak to, it may then, mean more but, to... But then you look at all the majors, and you'd, you wouldn't have that, would you? What, I'd say this one means more yeah. to me. Mm. Well, you, you would not say the Masters holds one. You say the Masters holds more clout, or the Open holds more clout than the no, US no, Open. But like, yeah. They're all majors, right? Oh yeah. And you ask all the pros, you not ask which one you win. Yeah, you just win one. You're happy, aren't you? Yeah. So I don't know. It's, so it's unfortunately long and short of it is we don't have the answer, do we? No. <laughs> uh, it's got to be money, though. I hate to say it. Yeah, which is sad, but which also makes me glad that he won it, yeah. as opposed to someone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Also, just moving on quickly to the GB representation. So, Casey finished tied third, well, or tied fourth after the playoff. Um, and Tommy Fleetwood finished tied 16th, 11 under. So, again, not bad results from a GB point of view. Um, did you see the interview with Xander Schofield and Justin Thomas? No, but you showed it me just running up. Throwing, basically, he's live on air and he's just throwing teas at you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so... That sort of wraps up our Olympic review. Um, and we're going to move on to another few bits that popped up this week. Um, so, for the very, very first time, there is a Norwegian in the top 10 in the world. 
Who is it, Alex? It is uh, Hovland. Correct. I thought you were going to bottle that. I Victor Hovland has made the top ten. But then I don't know... Where from? Yeah, this is the thing. Does that mean the Olympics is... I have no idea. Go to Olympics, lose <laughs> world ranking points. But I reckon there was no world ranking points at Olympics. It can't be. Cause not, it can't cause be. Which again, is maybe one of, the, one of the things. It's money, world ranking points. These are all the things which mean a lot to all the top players. So, yeah, I'd say it's, yeah, fair play to him, though. Yeah. Looks, looks better for the Ryder Cup because the, the US well, were stomping Well, they the still are. Because this now means that there's no English slash British slash Irish representation. <laughs> In the top 10. Cheer out. Sort yourself out, lad. L- literally no one. So the top 10 as it stands is Rahm, Johnson, Morikawa, Chauflay, Thomas, Kepka, Deschambeau, Oosthuizen, Cantley, and Hovland. Ah, looks good to give them the name. <laughs> uh, lads, a uh, bit like the uh, gold medalist in the high jump. Can, should we just shake on it now and do a draw? <laughs> just call it a draw. Because we win as a, uh, as a travelling party. So <laughs> great game, lads. Saw someone on the first team throw balls up. <laughs> um... So we'll move on quickly to the European Tour. Yeah, good event. This I've actually played in the pro on this twice. It was really, really good fun. Really good fun. Yeah, all right, big timer. No, I'm saying the, I've actually carried this event twice and I've played in the pro on twice. So it's a good event. Well done, mate. That's good. And I chopped it around. <laughs> so the winner was Daniel Gavins. Fair play. So he won for the for his first time. First time, yeah. I mean, tour? this is a guy that um, has be started on Euro Pro, been on and off Challenge Tour, on and off Main Tour, all the little mini tours. He's he's done his hard yards I mean he's not old he's probably about 30 but he's he's done his hard graft and he's obviously a very good player because he's performed well in South Africa a few times and and, and so forth but he well you could argue he really deserves it yeah well he had a final round 65 and if you ever shoot a final round 65 I think you deserve to win you definitely deserve to win Um, if you don't win you're a bit good right yeah to beat David Horsey and started seven shots back in the day that's impressive and I didn't I read somewhere where he's he birdie the first three holes birdie 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 see that, that can go two ways that can't it birdie yeah. birdie birdie shit I mean <laughs> I'm on fire that adrenaline starts pumping I think I'll just try and make some parts <laughs> calm it um, but fair do to him great great uh, great story there it was a jewel event though wasn't it yeah so um, men and ladies playing in the same band yeah do you want to say this name yeah Anna Curran. What's the first name? Parajay. Parajari. Parajari. Anna Kura. Yeah. Curran. She won a playoff. Don't know if it's a silent end. She won a playoff, yeah. So, and th- this is something that we spoke about before these co sanctioned events, men and women both playing together. Obviously, we spoke about the 2020 Pro Tour doing it. I think it's class. I don't, I don't, why get, why, do I don't get why you can't put the majors doing it. The only thing is it's field size. Like, like yeah. that would have been a, a much smaller male and much smaller female field. So yeah. it does take away from how many people can enter the event which new girls new guys get into the game it gives you less of a chance yeah um and that'd be even more so at asia so that's probably but i definitely think there should be more of these so i think correct me if i don't know i might be wrong here on the first two days what they do is they play two different golf courses and they play where well, we play one each Oh, they swap? Yeah, they swap. I might be wrong here, but one time they've done this, where they play two courses, right? You play 18 one course, 18 other, swap over. Okay, the on the Saturday, there's in a second cut. Right. And then the final day, you all all play together. Yeah, I didn't know that. I think that's how it worked. Because sometimes they've done it where it goes into match play. Yeah. So it's good. Is it? You think it's how it works? I mean, you could have completely made that up. It's happened. It, it has happened before, but... 
decent amount. Of, that's interesting though because so sorry, just confirm. So they'll play the same golf course. Yeah. So Galgon Castle and same other golf course, right? Right. One day there, one day there, mixed mixed up. Male, male, you'll flip. then you flip it over. Right, okay. And then on the Saturday, you all play the same course, right, another, okay. another cut, and then all. And then all I on think, the same course I think because that's how, how I've seen it happen before. Decent. So that, that wraps up the European Tour and the Olympics. We have got to mention, though. Oh, yeah. Gemma Clues. Gemma Clues. Go on the Clues. She has won a Rose Series event at... Hillside, Hillside Golf Club and by five shots shooting 65 again yeah five under par yeah and the closest to was level par it, that that is mad big now that and, and I, also back, in, I seen the back nine and it was like mega mega interestingly though like I know she's played in that uh, World Invitational before um, but obviously she's maybe she didn't get an invite um, but she's obviously chosen to play the Rose Ladies event and obviously happy days now but that will mean big for her obviously monetary wise she's picked up a lot of money yep yep but also it's going to get hopefully I think I, I don't know this for a fact but I'm sure she'll either get invites or it'll give her some exemptions or, or something to get into other events uh, that are on the Ladies European Tour schedule which is quality yep really good congratulations fair play Clusy lad Alex knows it. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> like that. Alex knows, Alex knows it. So, um, well done, Gemma. Now, let's move on to next week or mm-hmm. this week coming up. World Golf Championships back. Yeah, big big event. Like This is what I mean. Like Maybe this is what like, the Olympics being around, this sort of event. Yeah. You have your guys holding out to play this event. DJ's playing this week. Well, basically, everybody's playing this week. Berger, yeah. Hovland. 48 of the top 50 yeah. playing, aren't they? It's ridiculous. Like I'm just going down this list. I mean, what, I mean that's some time difference to go in it yeah. for JT and Rory. And Matsuyama. Uh, all the way from Japan. And all the way over the show to show play. I'm mad. I mean, well, I say it's mad. They're all flying private jet. Oh jet, yeah, they're like, yeah. Really mad. Oh, yeah, they're not. They're not struggling, are they, lads? Bloody hell! I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of them fly together. Yeah, yeah. And um, Tommy's playing. Yeah, Tommy Fleet was playing. Brooks Kepka's playing. Ian Poulter. <gasps> oh my god! Have you seen these playing together? Oh my god! No, are they definitely playing? Together? I don't know. I'd absolutely adore that if they were. No, they're not. Surely not. I don't know, but basically, how this sheet that we found here on the internet it's played out. It looks almost like tea times. It uh, does. Oh, it does. And Bryson DeChambeau and Brooks Koepka are playing together with Patrick Reed. If this is right, I do hope they don't bottle that. Because I, I think this is just a list, mate. Ah, uh, don't do that to me. I do. Don't do that to me. I think it is because it just says commitment deadline is listed below. Don't do that. Uh, to me. But they are basically it's like three columns, and they are they, like like tea times will be and the next week of it. Imagine, imagine if that's a feature group. Okay, so here you go with, with Patrick Reed as well. <laughs> Just to mix it up a bit. <laughs> Lee West was playing. So who are you going with? I am going to go with um, Brooks Kepka. So I'm going to go with. No, I'm not. I'm going to go with Louis Eustazen. Change okay. of plan. <laughs> so I'm going to go with Matt Fitzpatrick. So Mar- Just confirm that's Louis Eustazen and Matt Fitzpatrick. Uh, Are they I- saying Brooks Kepka? <laughs> I think, and, and, and a reason for going for Matt Fitzpatrick. Ryder Cup year, yeah, he's been pretty good all year, yeah, and I think he's gonna have a good good performance, a good performance in the last one as well. Yeah, my reasoning for Louis season is he's just been absolutely mustard. Yeah, he's been on he's been mustard. on tip top form, hasn't he? Really, really good form. Um, just before we move on mm-hmm. to what's your beef, mm-hmm. we've got something else we need to mention that you kept very quiet. What? I've just been informed of kindly. The man sat to my left here. Yeah, mate, mate. He's only gone and got himself a five-page spread in Golf Monthly, hasn't he? 
Seven round defining shots and how to conquer them by PJ Professional Alex Elliott. Booyah. It's my name, right? Double L double T, yeah. Cheers. Nice one. Um, it's cool, that, mate. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's a really good day, that. So the shots are intimid- intimidating tee shot, long iron approach over water. Yep. Feel the release. Feel the release. Uh, drive will par four with danger. Yeah. Punch under the trees. Yeah. And oh god, there's more. Flop shot. Flop shot over trouble. Yeah, and bunker shot. Fairway bunker recovery and going for it from the rough. Yeah. Decent that mate. Photos and all. Look here. Big time. So let's leave that there. Yep. Move, Move on, on to watch your beef. To watch your beef. So my beef is obviously I was bigging up the fact that I was playing with old Harry. Yeah. Harry. Literally told everyone. Yeah, I did. Everyone. I'm not being funny, I did. And uh, <laughs> so I was, I was meant to be playing with Harry, Danny Mills, uh, and our pro. Yep. King Joachim, I can't say his name, he's from Sweden, but he was absolutely sound, he was. Was he? Yeah, I'll tell you his name. I'll see if you can pronounce it. I'm not going to have seen it. I'm not going to be able to pronounce it. I'm going to have a go at doing it. I'm going to have a go. So... You meant you meant to be playing with these guys, and yeah. what happened? So got there in the morning, and we got this thing through saying our updated um, updated T sheet. Right. Uh, I was like, hmm, hopefully it's not me. Yeah. It was me. Oh. Harry dropped out, honey. Harry dropped out. Yeah. Why did I'm assuming it didn't give a reason? He didn't give a reason, unfortunately. I bet it's a fair weather goal for any. Yeah, and the weather was a bit dodgy throughout, so like. We had to go in for rain at one point, thunder and lightning. It was yeah. all around. I was like, like mm, this is mm. sketchy. Absolutely singing your lightning. Um, right but it's Joachim Hegeman. Oh, so you can pronounce it. Yeah, Joachim Hegeman. Nice it absolutely sounds a pound and a very good player. Yeah. Um, so play, anyway, play with Danny Mills. and um, How was Danny Mills? Tell you what, absolutely sound as a pound. Decent. Legend, actually, I'm going to say. Really nice guy. Quote of the day, I lived by the sword and I died by the sword. <laughs> Not bothered, is so it? So basically one of the caddies asked him, said, oh, you're a bit, you're a bit of a kind of, a bit, a bit, a bit of a dirty player. And he went, yeah, but I lived I, by the sword and I died by the sword. As if someone said to yeah, him, you were... He, he was a Leeds fan, though. Oh, right, okay. So, like, so it was... Big Leeds guy. Yeah, so I was like asking him, oh, who's your favourite club to play with? And he said, oh, like, obviously I played at City, but I only played 50 games because I was injured for most of it. So yeah. it yeah. was like difficult for me to... However, but here's a fact for you: played 2002 World Cup in Scotland. Yeah, of Gary he did. Neville. He did. He did. Um, but what he did say is he played. He's a Yorkshireman at heart. Yeah. But then he played for Leeds, and he said that was the best time. Just the best Obviously. people. Yeah. Being being from that sort of that that neck of the woods. Um, but yeah, absolutely sound guy. Another guy called Wayne as well. Um, an absolutely cracking day. To be fair, we had did all right as a team. We all had spits and spurts of playing quite nice golf. Um, yeah, it was good. It was good. Decent. Really good day. Decent. Right, well, we'll leave that there, and we're going to move on to Tech Talk. Tech Talk me up. Just walked down my team, I've got indigestion now. So, so sorry if I start burping down the mic. <laughs> so, question for you. Mm, hit me. If I say PXG, mm. what's your first thought? They brought out a cheap driver. <laughs> no. You've ruined it now. They have, haven't they? What was your first thought? They brought out a cheap driver. No, it's not, though, is it? Because that's, that's why you mentioned this. But my first thought is expensive. Right. Why don't you say that? <laughs> They've now ruined it. 
Because I've not, I've not actually seen anything, but I thought there's only one reason he's mentioning that. Yes. And they've definitely brought out a more affordable driver. So I reckon they bought a driver. What's a driver usually? Five, well, six, seven hundred quid. Well, you see that, right? So this is sent in. This is four hundred fifty quid. This is to rival like your sim and stuff. No, it? hold on. This was sent in from one of our listeners. Thank you for sending this in. Um, Name him. Who? Jonathan. Jonathan. Thatcher. Thatcher. Yes. Um, he sent this in to me today, and. I'm shocked. Why? So we spoke before about PXG and how madly expensive mm, mate, it is. you just slagged the brand off for like a half an hour. Correct. However, now, you go on their website, mm. killer prices on our hottest clubs. 0811 Gen 4 drivers, 355. Oh my God, they're in the same prices. That's Cobra prices. Yeah. Uh, Gen 4 irons, 249. Now, I don't know if that's... I've got to be a club, that. Per club. That will be a club. Mm, I don't know. It can't be two hundred forty nine pounds for set mate. It's I'm just, assuming. I'm assuming it's per club. It's got to be a club. You're not. Yeah, mate, you're not. You're not buying a set. Yeah, per club. Two yeah. four nine per club. So that's that's quite a lot. So basically, bought a driver right there. No, but wait, wait. So they're they're the O three eleven Gen four irons. O two eleven dual color irons, eighty pound a club. Okay, so why, how, what, what's Wait. the difference then? 0211 drivers, £205. Wow. 0211 fairway woods, 180 quid. 0211 hybrids, It's like It's like Bentley bringing out a Toyota Igo. It literally is. Gen 3 irons, 135. That's more like kind of a, a normal. Yeah. And then the putters are 250 across the board, I think. 250. 0211 forged blades 110 an iron do you think they just thought shit we're not actually not selling any irons here. like we're not selling definitely. anything definitely it's too expensive 100% because it's owned by a billionaire isn't it so it, I Bob guess... Parsons founder and CEO yeah. once really... you've hit him you're gonna want him that's his comment that's his quote kaboom baby <laughs> that's gonna be really loud down yeah, your sorry. speakers I do apologise um, yeah mad because obviously you say PXG and you think Pricey. Obviously, two four nine a club is very pricey. Make sure to play a review in it, will he? I have no idea, mate. Don't follow him, mate. Who is he? No joke. <laughs> um, so, I think they've obviously sort of gone right. Well, we need we need to hit a different market yeah. here because three five five for a driver is reasonable in the yeah, market. Yeah, really yeah. reasonable. Um, but then that seems like their most expensive one. Maybe not. Yeah. So I just click on drivers here. That's their most expensive driver on the website at the minute. So ha- so basically they're saying they just were charging a fortune because they wanted to charge a fortune before. It's basically what they're saying. By the sound of it. Unless they've just... Ch- com- they, they've basically, it's almost like, not like a rebrand, but they've basically just had a rethink, haven't they? And gone. Yeah, but how... But, but they can't turn around and go, oh yeah, we've gone for this product, just load the price because... What, you've just been mugging people off for five years? Yes. But on the other hand, oh yeah, we've made this from a different material, so you made a lesser product. Yes. Yes to both. Basically, either way you look at it, it doesn't look great, does it? It, it, it no. <laughs> it answers that question. But they're obviously trying to become more competitive in the market, which I, I get, but you're sort of mm. doing your brand of this. It's almost become, a, it's almost like going. I don't know, it almost feels like a race to the bottom, though. Like, they're trying to undercut everybody. Yeah. 
Well, exactly. Obviously, the Irons aren't going to undercut anyone at 249. Or maybe their idea was make it look like this premium brand and make it accessible to everybody. Yeah, that's true. Cause, but then, you, they're only doing it with certain clubs. Yeah. This is yeah. the thing. So, what if you have, say you have pitching wedge to six irons. Eight, nine irons. Eight. Eight irons. It's just sort of two grand on the irons but then you but, but yeah, it's alright though because your driver is 355 yeah but but <laughs> <laughs> but obviously they have different and they have yeah, ones at 180 but, but an 80 but quid on that note it's probably the tailor made irons will be probably not far off that mate yeah they are 15, 600 quid mm. no if you're P790s it'll be about 15 let's put that to the test now then I reckon it's about 1300 quid I don't know, you know, I'm not sure they are that expensive. They are, I'm telling you. Right now, they are. So what do you say, P790s? Just go on, just go on, just go on, uh, a well-known reputable retailer. Yes. And just have a look. No. That, uh, that's not right. What do you mean it's not right? Just go on irons, no. I'm on irons. Just pass it here. Pass it. Oh. Exactly my frigging point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fair point. So P seven nine. I hate to say P seven ninety Ti graphite irons are two two just over two grand. So um, that's put me in my yeah, place. Pass it. Pass it. Put me in my place. But it's interesting because it is a big change of direction for them. It is, and and, and again, like I, I would question the whole value of it. Like, are you got a more super inferior product, or are they? They're basically just trying to reposition themselves in the market. Yeah, okay, look, so your Ping Blueprint, they're 1,300 quid. Homna, 1,300 quid. So you know what I mean? They're not far off, like, being a very competitive brand now. It's a big turn, though, isn't it? So what are they on? So... PX, you get a PXG set. So that's the that's the cheap one, the cheap one, the £80 a club And one. they never used to be in a retailer's either. No. So they've taken a, made a big U-turn, haven't they? Big, big U-turn. Um, interesting. Interesting. So, do you reckon you can start seeing more PXG knocking about the golf clubs then? I reckon Obviously. so. Yeah. Um, would you use them? No. No. Because you're cobra, you bleed cobra, don't you, mate? Scum. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah. Now, final bit of tech talk before we wrap up this podcast. Hit me with a question. It's not a question. All right, I thought it was. Jordan Spieth. There is a question it, but Jordan Spieth has changed his ball. Interesting. Has he really though? Well. He's changed his ball to a new version of the Pro V1X. Oh, is it still white and round? I've got nipples. It, it is white and round and it's got Pro V1X written on it. Because at one the point... The lines might be a bit different. But at one point, right? So at one point, Pro V1 and Pro say, V1X swapped well. over. Yeah, so basically, we have mentioned this before, but Titleist decided to just swap the balls. Odd. So they've designed the balls and then gone, actually, we're going to make that one that is was the Pro V1, the Pro V1X, and that one the Pro V1 odd so what difference does it actually make uh, I mean you have they're to... the same price though aren't they yeah so, so you, you, you have to find a ball with your launch condition so the one will favour you more than others and you've got yep. to think about across the board with driver irons pitching putting yep but I think most of these guys will look at it more with driver because they're trying to get the optimal conditions with that yep so one's more high spinning one's more low spinning depending Especially on your high Bryson. spin player low spin player like all these things you've got to take into account but then the end of the day, I think what people have to take into account as a club golfer, 
how does it feel when you're hitting your pitches, putting and all that aspect? Because yeah. that is a big part of the game for an amateur golfer. And arguably for these guys as well, but um, these guys have got access to all Trackman, Fightscope, whatever it is. So for me, it does make a difference because if they went and played with a... Pinnacle gold. Well, not that, even like a, soft, a Strix and soft field. Right. It'd be like getting a flyer all the time. The ball would just fly too far. And they wouldn't be able to control it, which might sound strange to, to you or to people listening here. The ball flies too far, that's not an issue. Yeah, but it is when you've got 180 yards and they're hitting 7-9 and it goes 190 yards. Yep. And I guess the other thing as well is from... And I know this, having played with you in uh, Cardiffew at, at Hollingwell, um, you're not necessarily trying to hit the ball as far as you can every time. No. You, you play into a spot. You, you want control. Yeah, so these guys will be saying, yeah. well, I can hit driver. But like, it's different things and different people in it, right? These guys don't need distance because of that where they are. They want control. Yeah. They want trust. They want usability in the wind, etc. Whereas most club golfers just want distance. Like, yeah. we want to hit it far. We want to enjoy it. So, Which is why and I'm, I'm right in saying a lot of them have a shorter driver. Yeah. For that reason. Because they yeah. know they're long enough. So that's why Josh That's why Josh plays a... Uh... A plays a what? <laughs> Mate, you're not even that much longer than me. You're really not. Yeah, well, not when you use tricks and soft feel. I'm not. Less <laughs> of that. <laughs> so um, it's like it's like putting a jetpack on the back of it. <laughs> I tell you, it's no wonder my golf game's in the dirt right now. Cheers. I'm just knocking you down to build you back up. So, <laughs> so interestingly, uh, just to let you know about next week, guys, we will be bringing you the pod from Car Newstie. Yes, I'm excited for so this. So we're hoping to travel up actually um, on the Wednesday. Uh, so on the Sunday night and yes. play a bit of golf in another place both of yes. us uh, on the Monday morning get a bit of content which will be really good fun um, and then we've got Carnoustie playing in the evening so we're probably hopefully playing maybe 36 holes on on uh, <laughs> on, on, on the Monday but we're at, you're playing in an event aren't you? yeah so I'm playing an event on the Tuesday night which may mean we are leaving pretty late yes. so we're teeing off at 3, three-ish it'll probably be like quarter past 3 by the time we get on the peg Um and that's going to be a good five-hour round, which will finish about eight o'clock. Bit of food. We're probably not going to be leaving until ten, which is a good five-hour journey back. Oh wow! David needs David needs shoes them holidays. Two, three. <laughs> We're probably going to be back about two, two thirty. It's all right. Got my dad's car. Put it in sport mode. It'll be fuming. Right. Um, we'll be bringing you. We will be bringing you the pod from Carnoustie. Next week, I'm very excited. Yeah, we'll fill you in on the event. We'll fill you in everything. Fill you in on the normal uh, happenings from the WGC. And I'm sure, no doubt, especially if I'm playing, there'll be some choppies of the weeks. Oh, well, there a few. Thanks, guys, and we'll see you next week. Cheers.